All right, this is the 242nd, and welcome to my life. We are recording part two to the brew pill. Still introducing you to Spencer. Still working on the uh, first or second episode of the brew pill for YouTube. We're going to open another bottle tonight. We're, I'm claiming this is bottle uh, or part two because of the simple fact that, well, people might get bored of listening to us to drinking for 20 minutes. <laughs> But uh, we got, what do we got, Spencer? We have Game of Thrones for the Throne. I don't know if you call this an ale. It's golden ale co-fermented with Pinot Grigio and grape juice. Grape juice, okay. Well, I mean, if you can pronounce that. Yeah, what is that? Viagenar? Viagra grape juice. Viagra grape juice. <laughs> So, what it says on the back is... Wait, it's 9.5% alcohol yeah. by volume. So. For the Throne begins with a Belgian-style golden ale base, which is co-fermented with a blend of Pinot Grigio and Viagra grape juice. After bottling, this luxurious libation undergoes a secondary fermentation with champagne yeast to achieve a sparkling effervescence. Champagne? And a crisp, clean finish. Truly, truly an ale fit for royalty. So is it a beer? Sounds like a wine. Sounds like a... Sounds like, you know, usually you bring me the beers from Game of Thrones, and this time... This was it. This is what they had. This is, I, I saw Well, let's it. open it up. Come on. We got our glasses. This one we got to pour because it's a... I think it's a champagne. Cocaina. Cocaine. We watched a lot of, um... I don't know what channel, the A&E or something, but it was like a Colombian airport, um, El Dorado, and... <clears throat> Basically, you don't want to go there with drugs because they will find them. And mostly everything turns light blue or dark blue or whatever it is. <laughs> everything turns blue. <laughs> yes. You don't want to go there. You don't want to smuggle drugs. But uh, we're going to do this um, Game of Thrones. It looks like you're pouring it. At, oh, don't pour too fast. Oh, you got to drink it. Yeah, way too much head there. Oh. That's yours. Okay. Yeah. Here, I'll pour mine. Oh. I taught you how to pour a drink. See, Spencer came up with the idea because I, I usually like to buy different beers and drink them. And, and he came up with a wild idea a couple of years ago. Maybe I should start my own brewery and I don't, just don't have the money for it. I'm just saying, we start off small and we work our way up. But uh, I've, I've done a little home brewing with the Mr. Beer, which is pretty simple. But let's try this out. It's an Oma Gang. Oh, Oma Gang's out of New that. York. It, look at it. It's almost like champagne. Look at that. Like the nitrogen, like Guinness has the yeah. nitrogen up bubbles. The bubbles are going yeah. up, definitely. Yeah, like a champagne. Oh. Okay. You definitely smell it. You do have a beer smell. Oh. That's and this is the Game of Thrones for the throne. I do not taste the gr the. I'm sorry, the Wagner grape juice with a Pinot Grigio, but it's a golden ale. Okay, it is a golden ale fermented with Pinot Grigio and grape juice by, like I said, Brewery Omagang, which is, they're getting bigger and better. If you, if you don't know, the, the For the Throne is actually the new tagline for Game of Thrones. That is the, what's leading up to the final season. Which is in a couple of days, and I cannot wait. A couple wait. of days now? Is it gone down? Yeah. Everyone was waiting for like the two years. Wasn't it two 16th? years to be the last? Yeah, it's like April 16th or something How many like that. episodes are there? Eight? 
six, I think. Six. And they're, and they're each, like movies? Yeah. Like two hours or something? Well, what it is, it's like, I think it's like the first two or three are going to be like an hour long. And it's like the last, the last two or three are going to be like an hour and a half. Okay, so see, Spencer's really into Game of Thrones, just like my wife. I got her into Game of Thrones, and I just can't, I think I got into episode three, and something about the incest between the brother and sister, I couldn't get past, but I've gone to see a couple of parts where the dragons and all that is pretty amazing. It's, I can't wait, man. We've, we've got a, 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 a for real GOT guy right here, you know, <laughs> so he could probably have a talk with y'all. I just, I mean, so like last season we left off, no spoilers unless you're wondering. No, it's okay, go. Basically last season we left off, uh, Daenerys sacrificed one of her dragons to save Jon Snow. I did see that, yes. King of the North. Um, they, they met up at Dragonstone at the end and basically they were sailing for, uh, one of the harbors that was near, um... Uh, I can't tell you. Don't look at me. I, my mind is drawing a blank now, but basically the Winterfell. They were heading for Winterfell. <clears throat> Jon Snow had bent the knee to Daenerys, and they were heading there. And then on top of that, they find out that, you know, after they've slept together, that... Uh, You've heard? Huh? You've no. heard? Okay. Oh, no. They, you they, saw. They, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jon Take Snow, me back to True Blood, where at least it wasn't ancestral. <laughs> Jon Snow is actually a, uh, a Targaryen. He was hidden by uh, Ned Stark. Raises one of his sons. He was raised as a bastard son, but he's actually the true heir to the throne. Not Tony Stark. No. I'm a Marvel guy. You know that. <laughs> and so uh, once they get there, we're waiting to find out if you know um, they're going to let them know that hey, you just banged your aunt. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, but so do you give a thumbs up? Do you give a, the, the Game of Thrones for the throne? It's pretty interesting flavor to me. I like it. I can't take I, I can't taste the wine and the grape juice myself. I just taste beer. I, oh, excuse me. I taste the <laughs> You drink it. There's only two of us in this room. We're recording in a small room. I taste the beer, but on top of it, I taste a slight hint of the sweetness of the grape. Okay. I taste something. I, I not a good describer. Mm. I always hated that when you're watching people and they're drinking beers and you're like you can taste the uh, the floral hoppiness of the. Uh, and I'm like I don't. I taste beer. I taste beer. Yes. <laughs> beer is good. Beer is gracious. I mean, I, I, I going back to what I was saying about the IPAs and I think the whole popularity of it is hipsters. Hipsters have made it where it's like, you know, so I, I taste the aromic floral essence of the hops and the bitter, you know, aftertaste of the the wart. You know, I just... Sir, you're drinking a PBR. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You pay $2 for that shut up. You just drink it. <laughs> $2 for the shut up. <laughs> I am a PBR fan, though. But anyways, we'll be back after these commercial messages. Right. Just opening another bottle of liquor. It's just after midnight. Um, this is part two of our recording night. This is another Oma Gang out of New York. 
as Spencer pours it. You want to read the label, Spence? Got, uh... What's the name of it? Pale Sour Ale. Pale Sour Ale out of the Oma Gang Brewery. Product of Belgium. 6.9% alcohol. Oh, pour slowly. Yeah, you gotta pour slowly. You see that weird... My bad. No, it's okay. That's the way it is. It's a fermenting. Some of, some of them are doing their um, bottled or whatever while still fermenting. So they're fermenting in the bottle. Do you see why I say Simon needs to open his own brewery? <laughs> no, I wish I... Where heaven met earth and stayed a while. Really? Is that what it says? That's what it says. Is that all it says? Read the rest of it. We believe that balance is a heavenly quality in beer. Our elegantly balanced sour ale is created in collaboration with Brauwergy Leifmans in Belgium. Where, we, where they have brewed and blended extraordinary sour beers since the 1600s. Our fresh exploration is beautifully made, carefully blended, and precisely balanced. Tart, complex, and with a touch of sweetness. Our pale sour ale offers our your palate the opportunity to fine-tune its appreciation of sour ales. That's a freaking novel on a beer bottle. You see all the you see all the fermentation in the bottom of that. Golly. And the and the, and you can see most of the the bubbles are, are like <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Simon's got chunks, and I have—I have a little bit of. <laughs> Ready? Mm. It's a sour. I, I love sours. It's a way to finish the night off. You put a sour. Mm. So, what do you think of it? Mm, that's pretty good. And I'll it's, agree that for, as a sour, it's not too sour. Oh, you just made a face. It's got a little sour, but then it like it hits you with that sweet. This is almost the reverse of a Sour Patch Kid. No, no, no. No, the thing is sour and then sweet. This is like a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> sour Patch Kid beer. There you go. All right, so <clears throat> the Elma Gang Brewery out of Cooperstown, New York. The Pale Sour. It's really simple. <clears throat> I get most of mine, like I said, is off of the clearance. The price tag was on the other label. But... Uh, yeah, 6.9%, so it's a smaller run, so it's only 11.2 fluid ounce, not a full 12 ounce pour. So what if instead of a brewery, what if you had a bar? I want a bar, I want a beer bar. I say, it only serves beer, Yeah. but you don't get to pick the beer you get. You pay a certain flat flat rate? You pay, well, like, you pay, like, a... An hourly rate or no, something? No, either or? hourly or you say, like, okay, five bucks. Five bucks, you, you got know? Or five bottles. Yeah, and it's like, the, you don't get to pick. You tell the bartender what you <coughs> like. No. No, not even? No. You just you go in there, you pay your thing, they hand you a glass, you take your sip, and what you get is what you get. Not like that. That way, I mean, you can ask, because uh, what was that, remember when... Mystery beer. You used to have mystery yes, beer. Yes, and, and you... We could, tried to guess it. Yeah. I like mystery yeah, beer. Yeah, that was... I, you, you, got, you got to try different things, because most people... They find what they like, and they're like, that's what I'm sticking Bud with. Light. Yeah. Sorry. That's not an advertisement. It's just a very blank mm-hmm. slate. I mean, I like Yingling. You like Yingling. I love Yingling. And if that's all you've ever had, I mean, you go to a bar, it's like, oh, they got Yingling on tap? I'll take that. I'll oh, take that. I, I don't like that. You know, you have yeah. your, your basic domestics, you have your mail, your course, and they're not bad beers, but they're, if you don't open your palate, you don't get to enjoy a lot. And I, I think 
I hate to go broad and I hate to be all philosophical here, but I think that's a problem with the world. It doesn't just end with beers. Oh, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's, it's race, it's, it's like, religion. Yeah, it's, that's, this is what I like. This is what I've been raised on. This is where I'm at. And I'm, I'm not, not going to change. change it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think the thing is, is like, uh, unless you experience different things, your, your opinion is not going to change. And that's for everything. Your, your palate's going to be one thing. Yeah. You're going to have a red or a blue or yeah. a... That's the whole thing. That's what, That beer, I think, can open... And I hope that other people, without beer, you know, whatever. Whatever it takes, you need to open your horizons. I'm not trying to get, like you said, philosophical. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm a total believer in that. Like, you know... Just with, with our politics here in the country, if you are completely completely right-wing, and that's all you look at on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, that's all you're going to see. But when you start opening your eyes, and I'm not trying to say like, oh my gosh, we need to all go left-wing, but like, if you open your eyes and say, you know what, let me look and see what they're saying. Let, let me, me just, listen a little. Yeah, let me listen, let me see what they're saying. Instead of just completely denying it off the top, you know, but just stop and listen and go... Let me listen. Let me see what they're saying. You may not completely agree, but there might be points in there where you're like, you know what? That does make sense. I'm, I'm with you here. And that, that's beer philosophy. Beer 101. Philosophy. So um, hopefully you get a little bit out of this. I think it's the last beer for the evening. So I'd like to spend, thank Spencer. And this is this is a little preview for the brew pill. Hopefully, like I said, we'll get a, we'll get a little bit of YouTube going. Would be mm -hmm. nice. Um, so we thank you for your support. Thanks for your time. Um, I hope you listen next time. Um, and I'm going to quickly apologize for any missteps in what we're saying. But like he said, this is what, number six? Number five? Number six? I don't know. Yeah, we don't really know. But I think it's six. It yeah. seven. We're, we're, we're into it. We're, we're a little uh, buzzed. I won't say drunk. We're a little buzzed. That's so, all you need. That's all you need is a little yep. buzz. We're, we're step, misstepping a little bit with what we say, but... The, the feeling behind it, like I said, with that little beer philosophy, it's there. It's so. there. Thank you for your time. We appreciate you. This is the 242nd closing night on the brew fill for this evening. Okay. This is a rebuttal. Spencer <laughs> said, um, one more beer, so. Epilogue. Epilogue. <laughs> this one's called Scotch Silly. It's a Scottish style ale. 8% by volume. Um, it's a product of Belgium. <laughs> but is there any words to read? At this point, it is past 12.45 in the morning. There's nothing. There's nothing except for a California Redemption by you. You love glass products. Global Beer Network. It's Global Beer Network. You can definitely smell the scotch. Yeah. Obviously, um, like an ale or something Scottish style, and they've brewed it in a like a scotch. Afterwards, they've let it sit in a scotch um, barrel. Yeah. You can definitely smell it. You can definitely taste it. Mm, that's a. I don't know how many fans of Scotch you have out there. 
Scotch is a very designated mm. flavor. Like I didn't know I appreciated scotch until probably 37, 38 years old. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had scotch. You gotta have it, you gotta, but this is the funny thing is my niece is married to an Air Force guy and, and he's at least 10 years my, my lower, what do you call your lower year? Junior. Junior. But he likes scotch and he's like, you gotta drink it straight. You gotta get like Dewar's scotch and you gotta put like two or three ice cubes straight. You gotta sip it. There's rules to scotch. We're gonna have to do that one night. I've, I've, never, I've never had it. I've had it once and it's very, you have to do it slow. You know, you know, <laughs> I don't hear many people that, that drink scotch, but you know. I think it's more of a as, senior thing after a certain age. That's why it surprised me somebody younger than me could appreciate scotch. Well, 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 where, I, where I've heard it at, and this is going to be kind of funny, but where I've heard it at is the original Star Trek. The original Star Trek. So, yeah. So Shatner. Yeah. Well, no, but it was Scotty. It was Scotty. Scotty. He Scotty drank, drank Scott. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. He was the, he was the drinker. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He was the he was the he drinker. He was Scott. Yeah. Come on. I, I would just, say he he uh it, it carried on. There was an episode where he was uh he was pouring a, a drink and somebody said what is that and he goes it's green. It's green. And so it carried on to the next generation. Uh, uh, they all lost their memories. For one episode. You watch the Orville. Yeah. And they always drink on the Orville. They do. They have the bar. I love that. It's, it's something you that's know, missed on a lot of uh, Star Trek episodes, I think. The the Orville. I, I got to bring this up because I was thinking about this today. I love it because it's, it's Star Trek at its finest. But it's also, to me, it's also... Um, uh, what's his name? Scott no, McFarlane. What's his name? Scott McFarlane? Is that what his name is? Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on scotch. <laughs> Seth McFarlane. I, I feel like on top of saying, look, we've got to make Star Trek at its best. Well, I add a little humor to it. But I think also he gets to a point where he's like, let's see if we can make everybody watch a guy pee for like an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Bordas? Yeah, I mean, that's why I said The episode where Bordas has to go home. To urinate. I, mean, he, I uh, urinate once a year, Captain. I mean, he pulls out, like, he, he's like, let's see what we can, let's, let's, here's the bar. I think that Seth's sense of humor, though. It is. You can see that in Family Guy. Yeah. American Dad. Cleveland, I mean. Ted. Ted. You get, he has a definite sense of humor, but he I does. can see. With the Orville, how he appreciates the original Star Trek. He does. Not even the next generation, no. but the original yes. Star Trek. Yes. And he's like, what if I got to write this episode? Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I still think Black Mirror, the last season, when they explored the unknown with a virtual reality. That was cool. Of a Star Trek. That was... Yeah, it was a trip. Because yeah. I, I thought that was Matt Damon. <laughs> we watched the whole episode. I was like, that's Matt Damon. And it's not. It's not Matt Damon. I and was... then and then the, the, the secret little hint at a crossover of that and Breaking Bad. Oh. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Pinkman. Okay. The guy that plays Jesse Pinkman. You hear him at the end and they're talking to him and he was like, what are you gonna do, bitch? And it's like his character. You hear that 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 little you know inflection he puts on it. It's it's a little tiny like Easter egg of a crossover. I love that. And see, that's the whole thing about the brew pill. We love our sci-fi. We love our beer. 
we love all the geeky stuff. It, it's like trivia. You, we, we do trivia. We've done trivia. You know, geeks who drink. Yeah. And this is basically is we want to sit around. We want to talk to you, talk with you, and get your ideas. Because that's what we've done. I mean, we're two different generations. I'm a Gen Xer. I don't know if you're a Gen Y. If you're I am technically a millennial. You're a millennial? Technically, I am. I am. I am at that borderline of the beginning of the millennials. And I I got to say, I don't I don't count myself as a millennial. You're almost a Gen Y, though. You're before. Yeah, I, but but I'm there. I'm, a, I'm technically a millennial. But I'm not out there killing Applebee's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Applebee's died in our area. Applebee's, we have to go. We have to go 30 miles out of Me our way too. to go to. Applebee's. It's an hour to go to Applebee's. But you know what? I go out there for my wife. She she loves same one, same year. She loves one of her one of the salads. She loves the salad, the chicken salad, the Asian chicken yes! salad or something. That's what it is. My wife. It's like, a two for twenty menu. You're like, <laughs> There's nothing I like. You end up with a ranch chicken. Yeah, something, a quesadilla, yeah. and you're like. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> My sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Creed song. My sacrifice. But yeah, we're we're from two different generations. We are really good friends. I would say best friends. Sam's got a little more friends than I do, so I don't, I don't know where he classifies me. I classify you right there. Okay. And um, I think it's awesome that we can sit there and drink and talk about this shit and still mm -hmm. have a. Oh, excuse my language, because I'm not supposed to cuss in this. Um, so demonetization. Um, I appreciate it because sometimes you feel alone, and you like talk to people, and you're like, "Oh, we have so much more in common." Oh, I meant to bring you that game. What game? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Which one? The first one. I just, I just got into it. <laughs> the first it's like, one. It's like you're 80, supposed to bring me a PS4. Yeah, I thought. it's eighty thousand years old, but yeah, I, I, I just got into it. I just bought two new games for my 360. I'm so behind. <laughs> I can buy $3 games. I love it. <laughs> that's, what, that's where we're at, too. We're both, like, family guys, and it's like... Beer, beer is our thing we, we spend our money on. We have, like, we love video games, and it's like, we'll go into a store, like, I don't know if you do this, but I'll, like, stop at GameStop, and I'll walk in, and I have no intention of buying anything because I don't have the money for it, but I'm like, God, I really want this game. Back on the shelf. <laughs> no offense to, no to GameStop. They're great, but when you go to trade a game oh, in, yeah. like, well, I can give you 50 cents. You're like, what? Yeah. I just bought this yesterday. Yeah. I walked out of your store. You're going to give me 50 cents. Yeah. Me. It's kind of a disappointment. Well, that's why I actually set a rule for myself years and years ago. I had to stop. 60 bucks a game? Yeah. I was like, I can't afford this. I, so I, I have like... You have your DVD collection? Yes, that I have to stop. I have to buy five to seven fifty. <laughs> I have to limit myself. I have my video game collection. Like I, I literally had to pull all my games out to look for Assassin's Creed Two yesterday yeah. or the other day. Pulled them all out. And I was like looking for it. And I finally found it. And now I've got this stack of stuff that I got lazy and didn't put back. But I have all these games, and it's like, oh, it's like, why do you have all these? You don't play all of them. I eventually I will go. That back is and a play. true. That is a true voice. That is true voice. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I'll go back and play this game. But that's what we're here for, though. And we can talk video games. We can talk movies, TV shows, comic books. Please comment. Please tell us, hey, we want to hear more about this, or what do you think about this, or you know. You can troll us if we want. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. We're gonna um, as soon as we can. We're gonna um, we're gonna have an email, the brewpill at something. 
you know, we'll we'll do a Facebook page. We're still working on this stuff. The YouTube page hopefully will come up. Twitter. Will you're be big, awesome. You're big on Instagram. You need to do that's my normal. Yeah. yeah, that's what I promote a lot of this through is the Instagram. But uh, we do appreciate your your time listening and uh, thank you for your ears. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. We need more followers. And it's not just like he said, you know, it's not about monetization or anything like that. We just want more people out there with more ideas, more comments. Hey, let's hear more about this. Or, hey, this, I had this idea about this. Can you talk about this? We would love to do it. Thank you for your time.